So welcome everyone to the ABSA podcast series. This time not our on-duty channel, rather our study time topics of interest channel. And I'm super excited today to be chatting with Lise Lowe, who's the house mother from the Hamilton and Alexandra College. Lise, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Jared. So Lise, we're here today to talk about the life skills programs, which are such a unique and positive addition to the boarding experience. Before we do get into that, I guess firstly, it'd be important if you could just share a little bit about yourself, um, talk to us about your boarding journey so far. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, I actually joined the boarding staff at the Hamilton College 15 years ago. So my children were in year seven and year nine, and Jane Horn was head of boarding then um, and was seeking some new staff members. And I think the reason that I got involved in boarding is that the school had put out a call earlier that year for someone to have a year seven student homestay from Hong Kong. And we had Sebastian living with us. And that sort of got me involved in the whole boarding experience. And um, so I became an MOD on weekends and just took it from there, loved it. So, and yeah, can't see it ending anytime soon. Um, and it's just sort of evolved that now I'm doing, yeah, the life skills program and house mum. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Before we go any further, I must say, you poor thing having to having to work under Jane Horn at the at, at your outset, hey? Wasn't I lucky? <laughs> yeah, so lucky. So yeah, anyone that works with Jane is very, very lucky. <laughs> She's a wonderful lady. Big shout out to Jane. No doubt she'll be listening. Um We'll keep moving on, Lise, uh, because yep. life skills are so critical, uh, and particularly in recent times, I mean, it's something that we've all noticed and heard so much more about um, in our boarding schools of late. Um, there was a recent communication that went around our ABSA heads of boarding group, um, and there was so many of our heads of boarding who were just interested to hear and learn about what other schools are doing with their programs. Um, I know here at ABSA, we strongly encourage all boarding schools to be looking to create and implement a life skills program if they don't have one already. Your program, I know, aims to work predominantly with year seven and eight boarders um, with the aim of graduating them into boarding life and engaging their individual strengths, uh, assisting them in growing their social skills. So I guess, firstly, can you share with me um, how your life skills program was first started uh, and what your role is with all of that? Yeah, so um, three years ago, well, we've had it implemented for three years now. So the year before that, we recognised that we weren't attracting a lot of the younger boarders anymore and that was probably because there were those those, um, gaps in in what we were offering and we felt that they really needed... um, we're a small boarding house, so the numbers were small, but we really had the opportunity to install um, really valuable life skills so that they were going to be set up for the rest of their boarding journey. So we decided that having house mothers in both the boys' and the girls' house, and we'd had something similar in the boys' in previous years, but the girls' house hadn't had that before. So we set decided that setting it up and focusing on new sevens and eights Um, would allow us to get them when they first came and really um, give them those skills to move forward. So that was sort of the the reasoning behind it. Um, And unfortunately, we introduced it at the start of COVID, um, which (laughs) meant that things, as everyone um, found, things, you know, changed and we had to be very flexible moving, you know, moving through the years. Um, But now it's it's, we've had a lot of feedback from parents in particular that 
it is something that they really appreciate. So, mm. Mm. yeah. I guess before we get any further, you know, you hear, you hear the word yep. life skills and everyone, everyone automatically assumes probably different things. Yep. What's, what is life skills to you and the team at the Hamilton and Alexandra College? I guess it's a combination of a lot of different things. It is um, the very basic things, the orientation, the organisation. Um, we look at simple things like the laundry skills, you know, being able to actually do their own washing, do their day-to-day chores and um, routines. So routines are really important, wearing their uniform properly. But it's also the skills to learning to get along with people, learning to manage the um the school, the cross between the boarding and the school environment, um, and then along with communication and an introduction to service to the community and those type of things as well. So it's very, very broad. It covers a lot of things mm-hmm. um, and it changes from term to term. So at the start of the year is always about the orientation and the organisation and then we move into the other parts of, of life skills that are you know, setting them up to be successful. Mm-hmm. So. So, so if I'm working in a school, Lise, um, and, I'm yeah. looking, and I'm looking at creating a life skills program, how, how should I go about it from a practical point of view? What, what did, the, did you have a committee um, that was formed or is it all yourself or was it with Director of Boarding, Andrew Monk? How, did that, how would it unfold and what would be my next step? I think um, a lot of it was implemented with um, Andrew Monk and myself and we had another house mother at the time that was also working with it. We also were talking to the heads of houses as to what things were lacking and we also listened to the parents as to what they felt that their students weren't getting um, in those early years um, and why they were perhaps thinking about holding them off until perhaps year nine or ten rather than bringing them in in year seven and eight. So that was sort of how we had we decided what needed was needed um, and then we sort of sat down together and went, okay, well, Let's look at, and, you know, there was a lot of different different drafts as to what the things were that we actually needed and what we wanted. And there were simple things like, you know, I had a parent ring us and say, my child's been there for three weeks and doesn't know how to use a washing machine. So he's bringing his washing home every weekend. So that's a really simple life skill, but that was a really good starting point. Okay, well, are we thinking too, too far ahead? Let's get back to the real basics of things. Um, so. Last year, or this year in particular, was really successful. At the very start, the first week, um, we did an orientation program and we did a scavenger hunt with around town. So it's things like, where do we go to play basketball? Where do we go to the supermarket? You know, where do we go to do gymnastics? Those kind of things. And they're things that in the past we've just presumed that (laughs) the kids would know or we will teach them at the time. But just the confidence that it gave them to settle down and settle into school was really important. How long did the program take to implement? Like what I mean by that, did you just come up with one idea and just say, let's have a crack at this? Or did you want to have a whole program set in place before you, before you, I guess, launched it? We managed to set a whole terms program in place. Um, and so we started with a term um, set up to start with just to see how it went and get a bit of a feeler for it. To be honest, it's really taken three years to actually grow it to where we're really happy with where we are now and to feel that we're actually really achieving 
um, on an ongoing basis with it. So um, we had a little bit of a tricky start with we had some students that had been there the previous year and had worked outside the life skills program and they really didn't take to it as well because it really curtailed a lot of their activities and sort of brought them back in um, a little bit. Mm. And they, um, however, this year's we've got a lot of year sevens and a lot of year eights and they've actually just flourished with the program. Awesome. So, That's so lovely to hear. How does it work, Lise? Do all of the boarders, uh, is it compulsory to join the life skills program? Is you pick and choose certain activities? No, it is. Um, what we do is we actually have a separate space that we actually do our study, our prep with for the year sevens and eights. And so all of them attend and all of them take part in the life skills. We tend to have one specific activity once a week that we run and then we have a general um, general life skills program over the other night. So one night a week we tend to focus on something in particular and they all take part in that. And the other nights will be little other bits and pieces. So, Lise, when creating the life skills programs... Was there any key learnings that you and the team uh, picked up along the way? Yes. So we tried to focus on things that would be important moving forward. Um, Something, for example, that we felt was really strongly about was financial literacy as bringing that in as one of the life skills. And one of the main reasons, one of the main ways that we um, brought that in was we actually set up a little canteen for the boarding house so that the students then had to go and make a list of what they wanted, go to the supermarket, work out their budgets, work out what they could sell items for, and then implement the actual selling part of it. So um, surprisingly, they found that, you know, if they wanted to make some money, they actually had to sell it at a price that they really didn't think was fair. (laughs) But, um, but, you know, that was a really good thing, the financial literacy, because that's something that is very hard to to implement to the kids. So um, we did that. We also try to think about, um, we did, we've done quite a lot of random acts of kindness, which doesn't sound so much like a life skill, but it really is important that they learn um, the pleasure of actually saying thank you to someone and, and how that feels when you actually, you know, give something without expecting something in return. So yeah. we're, look, in my, my opinion, gratitude's a life skill, 100%. You know, yep. it should be something everyone knows, everyone does across the world. So I, I think absolutely. Um, we invited some school community members um, for supper just the other week and presented them with some groceries for the church Christmas appeal that they're involved in. And just the children listening to the stories of, you know, the people in the community that actually don't have enough for around Christmas time. I think that's actually opened up to next year. They actually want to be really involved in perhaps helping with um, actually putting together the hampers at the church because they didn't actually realise that that was happening in their community. So so there's a lot of things life skill-wise like that that Mm. is really important. So then you go back to the basics of being able to iron a shirt, do your washing, sew on a button, um, make your bed, clean your shoes. You know, they're life skills that we also not every every child comes to boarding yes. school knowing how to do those things. Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, can you talk to me about your exploring of the V-Line website? Oh, yes. Well, that was fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> it um, sounds it. I'm keen. I'm interested. 
<laughs> so um, funnily enough, someone else will always do something for them. So we decided that they needed to know um, how to plan a trip if they, you know, wanted to go to Melbourne for, for the weekend and that type of thing. So um, that was interesting. We They had to decide where they wanted to go and then they had to work out how they were going to get there and how they were going to pay for it and how much it was going to cost. Um, yeah, there were some big trips planned. Doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, and other things, um, teaching them how to use the emergency app on their phone, making sure that it was actually on their phone and, and how to use it should someone be in trouble and they needed to call an ambulance, you know, or the fire and things like that. So um, where our alarms are over the school so that they could alert somebody else. Yeah, um, yeah which was yeah. good. Absolutely. So they enjoyed that too, so... Awesome. Um, at least what are some of the key challenges that you had to overcome when setting up the program? Yeah, a lot of the challenges were um, main one is we just have to be flexible. So, you know, we can have the whole term planned out and things change. And, you know, you might have something planned for the week and then the students are just completely ready that week and we end up going to the playground instead um, or taking a trip around town just to, you know, run off some energy. Yeah. Challenges were also that occasionally they just weren't interested. They didn't feel that they needed to, to know um, what so we what, were teaching them. So what do you do in that situation, Liz? In that situation, you turn it around and make it fun. Yeah. Um, usually a hot chocolate or a packet of biscuits <laughs> will make the difference. Um, and, for example, with we had a life skills race or had a planned life skills race that so that the ironing and the making of the bed and all of that, get them to do it to time, see who came out the winner. So oh, you can always turn something around and make it fun um, in that type of way. And the other challenge was balancing schoolwork with, you know, you can guarantee that as soon as you had something planned that they'd all be slammed with assignments or tests yeah. the next day and and that's where you have to be flexible and just mm-hmm. do the important things with school, work on the life skills, you know, on a different night that week. So, Is there a, a specific life skill, and there might not be here but I thought I'd ask, is there a specific life skill or activity that you really want to implement but you haven't done it yet or it was just a complete failure? The one that one of the ones that I love is we actually um, celebrate the students and their playing of sport or their involvement in activities outside um, the classroom. And so the house mums, we actually take it in turns to go and watch the the games of basketball or the games of cricket and that type of thing. Um, they get a thrill out of seeing somebody there, you know, on the sidelines Absolutely. supporting them. Yeah. So that's always a really good one that we love. Something that we've wanted to implement but we haven't actually managed to do yet is um, inviting different members of the school community that they may not interact with on a regular basis, but in them actually inviting them to come and, and have supper with them and talk to them, manage to have a conversation with them about their position in the school or the community and what they do and um, just learn some some social some mm. social skills in that way so um but prepare the supper and invite them and have them around and that's something that we just haven't haven't been able to do yet Mm. mainly with restrictions Mm. that keep popping up their head until this you know this last few months (laughs) 
No, it's a great idea. And schools that, you know, we know a few schools that do that really, really well and it benefits everyone. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good community dinner type approach. The next question I was going to ask, which you may have just answered, uh, but I'll ask you for another one because I was going to ask, do you have a particular favourite activity that you've implemented or whether that's because you just thoroughly enjoyed watching the boarders excel doing it or, or they just loved every minute of it all? I guess one of our favourite activities has been um, traditionally when the Year 12 boarders are leaving, we make up the boarding house community, make up gift bags for them. And it's been really nice seeing the younger students who don't have great relationships with the Year 12, but actually writing cards to them and making them um, gift packs to put actually in in those bags. Um, And just building on relationships of year 12s have been kind to them, you know, at the start of the year in particular. So that's really nice because they really threw themselves into that activity. Mm. Are you able to share any any types of uh, gifts that go into that gift bag? They're usually always lollies, um, a combination <laughs> of studies, lollies to help them study. So yeah. um, something easy, but, you know, the handwritten cards are always nice. And, yeah. um, and then around, you know, Mother's Day um, we made little canvases and things that they could take home to give to a significant member of their family as well. And that was really nice as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm keen to hear about the uh, life skills presentation dinner. Because to me that that, that sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but at the end of term, a bit of a summary of how that term's gone. I I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, Can you explain a little bit about that? We haven't actually held this year's yet that's in the coming week that we're having that. But last year's in particular, we had it at the end of the year rather than in, than at the end of each term. Yeah. And it was, we held it away from the dining hall. So we had it um, at the director of boarding's home and his family hosted us. And all of them dressed up for the occasion and we had dinner. And then we actually just spoke about, all of the students spoke about what they'd got out of, the year and actually said a few words of thanks. Um, well, I guess it was to myself and to Director of Boarding, just as they, especially the year eights, as they moved on because, you know, the following year they would actually just be doing um, prep with the rest of the students and not actually mm. taking part in the life skills. Um, so it was a real celebration of actually managing to get through and recognize, them recognising what the what the program had done for them. So, um so we give them certificates um, to recognise it, um, but it was just a really nice. And they felt special being away from the rest of the school, having yeah. something that was theirs. Absolutely. So, That's awesome. Your Life Skills Program lease is targeted for Year 7s and 8s. Yeah. Is there any plans for any Life Skills Program for the senior school or what's your thoughts on, um, you know, I mean, other schools potentially implementing a, 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 an entire boarding house Life Skills Program rather than just the 7s and 8s? We're hoping next year and um, to implement a program that is designed for the whole, um, all year levels. So we'll still have our life skills aimed at the year sevens and eights, but we'll also have a a lead, learn and live program for all of the boarders. And that will implement them having, um, I guess, almost passion projects that they'll actually be able to um, work on during the year and actually then um, have recognition of once they reach that achievement. So it could take them a term to reach their achievement. It could take them the whole year. 
and they'll have different levels that they can work on over their time in the boarding house. Yeah, awesome. I was uh, I was reading that Live Learn League document, and it just yes. it, it sounds it sounds really really fascinating. And I mean, I'm sure Andrew might be willing to share that with other people who are interested. Uh, I think so. It's um yeah, it's yeah. sort of about building the characters of the individual boarders rather than as a whole. So recognizing that they're all individual with different talents and different interests. Yeah, yeah. Lise, if you had any suggestion that you'd pass on to boarding staff around perhaps something to avoid when it comes to setting up a life skills program, what would it be? I guess it's about not having things, not being able to be flexible with the program and about being able to actually recognise that the program that you may have used the previous year is not going to work necessarily Mm. with the students that you have. So Mm. you have to actually work around what students are coming in and works to their strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Um, We actually have a lot of country boarders and a lot of the younger ones that come in, they need completely different things than the year before when we had quite a few that came, say, from Warrnambool um, and were already city kids and knew a lot of things. So, yeah. Mm. So it's about being able to be flexible and work for the students and actually work the program around who you actually have that year. So, Great idea. You mentioned at the beginning you are you, you get involvement from your parents um, and particularly what those areas that they see potentially missing or they'd like to see um, implemented into the program. I guess do you have any suggestions perhaps for parents and what they might be able to do to assist schools on the creation, development, implementation of a life skills program? Yeah, look, I think it's about parents not being afraid to speak up as to what they think that they would like the children to learn outside of the school environment and in the boarding house because sometimes they have opinions but they don't let us know um, and they're things that we are easily able to to put into the program Mm -hmm. Um, and probably for parents to encourage the students to take part in it. So that's really important that they actually they back them rather back us up as a you know from home rather than just yeah yeah and I mean at the end of the day why wouldn't why wouldn't they how I many you know parents oh. you know you'd assume that they'd be as supportive of a life skills program as possible so um yeah I can't see why they wouldn't um Lise look we'll look to wrap things up so to to finish up for today yep if you could pass on just one message to those schools or heads of boarding or, you know, any of our other house mothers who might be in charge of the Life Skills Program um, and if who are thinking of creating it, what would it be? Definitely do it. Just jump in there, jump in, plan a program, um, work it around what students you have, be flexible and just enjoy having those younger students in the boarding house and give them those skills so that once they get up you know, and older, that they actually just flourish. So when they're younger is when we actually have that opportunity to instill in them all the really good habits and the knowledge of how to succeed in the boarding house. And so, yeah, just take a chance and do it. So Very well said. Uh, and, Lise, thank you so much for your time in recording uh, this episode today. I've thoroughly enjoyed our chat, learning all about life skills programs. 
Um, of course, if anyone listening does have any other questions for either Lise or Andrew Monk, the Director of Boarding at the Hamilton Alexandra College, um, I'm sure they'll be very generous with their time. Um, please reach out to us here at ABSA and we can connect you with either Lise, Andrew or, or the both of them. Uh, Lise, congratulations to, to you and the team for, for setting up what sounds like a very successful Life Schools program. Uh, we thank you again for, for being a part of this episode and sharing what you guys do. Uh, it really does sound like it's, it's going really well. Um, and they say it takes about three years to change a bit of a culture or implement something effectively, and that's exactly what you've said. So um, thanks again for your time. It sounds extremely beneficial, and we look we hope people enjoy the episode. Thanks, Jared. To all the listeners, thanks for joining us this week on the ABSA podcast channel, Study Time, Topics of Interest, and we look forward to seeing you again soon.